Okay, so uh, this is episode number zero five, episode number five, getting started with entrepreneurship. Now this week we're going to talk about uh, getting in your own way, uh, how we as people get in our own way, we as entrepreneurs, how we get in our own way. I am Kyle and I have Kevin Logan with me and uh, that's our topic. And depending on how we feel, there may be a little freestyle in the end if this topic doesn't carry us through uh, the 30-minute period. So, how you doing, Kevin? I'm good, man. How you doing today? Uh, other than the fact that it's raining uh, on the East Coast and it's supposed to continue to rain for the rest of the week, uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, you know, I had a friend years ago that called the rain liquid sunshine. And when he put that title on there, it um, actually made me look at rain a little, you know, the, these type of days a little, a little differently. You know, you and I both were energized from the sun, so we, we love that atmosphere and environment. But on days like this, when it's just pouring, I always kind of look at it since he introduced me to it as another opportunity. And it was just for me to seek it out instead of saying, oh, I'm going wet, it's going to be this, that, and the other. I would dress for that environment, whether it be with the ankle boots, the specific raincoat or rain hat or umbrella, whatever it was. I would just carry the things that carried me is, is a term that I use quite often. Yeah, I guess if you want to keep it on a positive note, liquid sunshine would be a way to do that. Yeah. Uh, psych yourself out, if you will. Yeah. Um, I, I guess for me, I'm pretty much beyond being psyched out when it comes to gray days. Um, <laughs> partially because of I've been fortunate enough to visit the West Coast several times over the last few years. And every time I feel like I'm less likely to come back. <laughs> because the weather is always beautiful no matter when I go what time of year uh, the weather is always beautiful uh, and I'm usually coming back to weather that is not um, not all that great right right but you know uh, things could be worse oh yeah that's definite so let me ask you this and it's a nice this is a nice segue about uh, into a conversation about a topic that I think is completely controlled by psyche. Um, getting in your own way. How mm. to stop getting in your own way. Um, in entrepreneurship or really any task or objective or goal that uh, a person is trying to uh, overcome or meet, it seems like uh, there are things that we do as human beings the subconsciously uh, that are essentially keeping us from reaching those goals. And we are the only ones sometimes that are keeping ourselves from reaching certain goals. Um, I've, I've titled it Getting in Your Own Way, and I guess it'd be worth giving a couple of examples of how that actually manifests. Um, you know, making up excuses as to why you can't do something uh, like start your own business, for example, is go. a prime example of 
how we get in our own way. No one else is telling you you, well, everyone else is probably telling you you can't do it. Anytime you're trying to do something that's different than what everyone else is doing, there's always a line of people to tell you you can't do it. But I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about when you tell yourself that you can't do it. Um, even if you're just agreeing with what everyone else is saying, you know, that's still an example of getting in your own way because no one has power over you except for you. Uh, so that would be one example, just telling yourself you can't do something uh, and coming up with excuses why you can't do it. What do you think? Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, you said something, um, Key. Um, no one can tell us what to do except ourselves. You know, we quite often give power to people who don't deserve it. Um, we allow them. One, a, a visual that I use is just 100%. 100% is what it is. It's 100% of whatever we're talking about. And we mean 100% of ourselves. We allow people to invade on that. And we just give it away freely and telling us, planting things in our mind and, and having us repeat negative thoughts, images that we give life to. Uh, we, we often create and manufacture things that don't even exist. And that's how our mind goes before us and gets in our way and stops us. It's like that deer in the headlight syndrome. It, you just get stuck. Left, right, as you and I bounce things off of each other all the time, no one has anybody to, and I'll go ahead and use the term to help them be accountable, introduce it now, and, or an accountability partner. A lot of times that's looked at as a negative, but it isn't. It's not a, oh, this person's going to, you know, make you do this or make you do that. It's not a make type of thing. It's a, it's a relationship that's built and that's able to come together and joined nicely. I don't want to use the, the, the business words all the time, collaborative and cohesiveness and all that, but something that just comes together and meshes very nicely and works well together. That can be a good accountability partner instead of someone that's, well, you know you can do this, but you just don't want to do it, you're lazy. No, 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 come on. Let's, let's, let's really go deep and dig down to the root of what the issue is. It's not... It, it can be that huge word uh, um, of fear. You know, false evidences appearing real. Those things that we just give life to. Yeah, I think fear is definitely... So I've learned a lot about fear. A lot more about fear than, quite frankly, I thought there was to learn over okay. maybe the last 12 months or so. And I probably wouldn't have gotten such a concentrated education if it hadn't been for, uh, you know, pursuing entrepreneurship, pursuing, you know, starting a business and running it full time. You know, as stated before in this podcast, you, you learn a lot about yourself whenever you're trying to build something from scratch on your own. And that, that, that word fear seems to be 
at the root of a lot of different things. I mean, it manifests itself in all kinds of ways, all kinds of excuses. But if you really peel it back an excuse and look at the core, fear is really responsible for a lot of things. And I'll give you an example because I like to I try to give a lot of examples and not do so much uh, high level theory, theoretical stuff. Um, in the software business, so I have a product that I spent a significant amount of time working on, and I found that I was always adding features. The product was never ready, really ready, in my opinion, right, to be seen by the public. Right. And I just kept adding features, or I would tweak a button or a function, or I'd add something that wasn't there before. And then when all that was done, I'd work on the design a little bit, and then I would work on the, the marketing copy that uh, on the website that sold the product. And, you know, I started just noticing this pattern where no matter what I did or how much I did, product was just never going to be ready for customers to come in and, and look at it and start using it. Right. And, you know, at the time, I always had a reason why that was the case, you know, just this is something that it absolutely has to have. And as a developer, you get, you know, developers tend to have this thing where they're, um, they're shooting for gold standard code. Like everything has to work. There shouldn't be any bugs because we don't want to be like Microsoft, that kind of thing. Right. Right. Um, but, uh, over time when I started, you know, really paying attention to marketing and the psychology behind marketing and, and that, that led me down the road of, this road of how how people think and how what what things trigger actions in people, this word fear just kept coming up over and over again, and you know what became apparent to me was that uh, clearly there was some of that. If it, some of the reason that it took me so long to get my product out the door was because of fear. It was fear of what would happen if I didn't have it all right. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, that is just a very, uh, that's just a short example. Um, I could give you many, many others because as I've studied up on this and talked to other people about it, especially other entrepreneurs, other entrepreneurs seem to really know a lot about fear <laughs> for some reason, um, or creative people in general. Um, but the more I study, the more people I talk to, the more examples I can see, not just from my past, but I see it from from people all around me who are having similar challenges and I see it in their actions and right. far be it for me to tell them it's fear uh, because I can kind of guess where that conversation would go. It, it would probably go to denial as it would have if someone had said that to me. In fact, some people did say it to me and I said, no, it's not that. Why would I be afraid of anything? I just wanted to be right. Yeah. Yeah. And so having that accountability partner can really help someone in that to explain to them well they're not really talking about fear of and I'm scared I'm afraid it's more so I want everything to be right but you know like I know everything is not going to be right and you made this statement a while back that said that um you know we get the experience the experience comes in the doing right and as we do it and we put out that first that 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 first whatever that first widget whatever it may be 
then once we do that, then we're able to see how everything else kind of lines up and, okay, the next time I do it, I'm going to do better and I'm going to go better. And, I'm, and, and that's what keeps it going for me time and time again. I mean, every, you know, just about every week, a couple times a week, I, I still get a little nervousness as I'm getting ready to present something or do something to put it out. And if it's not picture perfect, guess what? I have an opportunity to make some changes, jot down some notes, and become better organized and give life to something else that's going to give life back to me. Yeah, right on. I mean, and I think this is, it can become a slippery slope, right? And it does it does piggyback off of the conversation about just taking action and getting started, which we've talked about in previous podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the fear, right, the fear is one of those things that keeps you from actually doing those things. The, 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 the fear keeps us from taking action. The fear keeps us from just getting started. Planning, exactly. Now, here we go again, right? Planning is another example of fear, in my opinion. You know, if you ever plan something and you just, you know, you, you, you're, you, you're planning to make your plan perfect. And, you know, the next thing you know, this plan is taking you weeks or months in some cases before you even do anything. And I think a lot of that's fear. I think the more you more time you spend planning it, the less likely it is to actually happen. Yeah, you know, you can use different scenarios like going on vacation, a weekend vacation or a week long vacation that made from no dollars, a couple of dollars up to couple thousand dollars and that's one way to look at that planning aspect as well to say you know what if I keep on planning I'm gonna do this this weekend this weekend and weekends come and go and say it's a uh the event is something that needs to take place during nice weather and like you say you keep on planning pushing off next thing you know winter time is there but in your mind, you know, if you think about people who want to go on a vacation, they say, you know what, I'm going to plan it, I'm going to do it, I'm gone, we got to go. Like you said, it's done. You're not putting it all. Everything isn't picture perfect. All the calling for this type of weather, that type of weather. People still go to the beach in the rain. They get there and hope for the best. And guess what? I don't know about you, but if I take a vacation anyway and the weather isn't the way I want it to be, I'm not going to pack up and go home. I don't think... Anyone has ever done that. I read something <laughs> years ago where someone said, you know, when you're getting ready to go on vacation, I think they were talking about being persistent. If there is a detour, you don't say, well, you know what? The, the road's closed. There's a detour. We've got to go an hour out of our way. We're going to turn around and go home. That doesn't happen. Right. You, so those, the, you take so advantage of that vacation, right, that you've right. already paid for. Exactly, or or that you haven't paid for that you want to go to. That detour is it's just a detour. That's it. It doesn't tell you to stop. It just tells you that there's going to be some altering factors that are, that are going to come in along this particular journey. We'll go with it, but you'll still reach your destination. Absolutely. So, you know what? Um, there's a opportunity here to I guess the point in all of this is you know to first acknowledge that look at your own self I mean look at yourself in the mirror and 
think about some of the things we're talking about and just, you know, try to identify whether or not this is something that's happening to you. Like, are you having fear? Is fear stopping you from doing some of the things you want to do? Namely, um, you know, for the purposes of this podcast, is that stopping you from starting your own business? Uh, you know, are you seeking perfection? Are you uh, planning excessively? Are you listening to people who tell you you can't do it because for whatever reason you're too old or you're not the right color or, you know, you aren't smart enough? All fear. All those things are fear-based. Yeah. Um, and- so what? what... What would you, because what I do, what I do is try to acknowledge that first and not let it get in the way. Like, I think you have to acknowledge it first and not let it get in the way. What, what was some of the thing, I mean, what would you recommend someone do and say, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid, but I'm afraid. What am I supposed to do now? Well, you, you've got to have a good support system around you. For me, the word that comes to mind is structure and organization. Uh, two words. You got to be organized. You got to have some organization within yourself. I can't get anything done haphazardly. That's just, for me, I can't operate that way. Well, I choose not to. I probably can. I would probably be all over the place and be completely exhausted. But I I get more work done being organized and having structure to what I'm doing. And... So in, in order to overcome it, first you have to identify what is it that I'm fearful of. That's the most important thing. And you may have to ask somebody. Someone may already know. But how are you going to receive it when they tell you, oh, well, you know, I think you may be fearful. Of, no, I'm not, I'm not scared of that. Why would I be scared of that? Ah, so you're not even receiving what the person is saying. Yeah, that gets back to the beginning of this conversation. Right. You, you have to be willing to, you have to be honest with yourself. I mean, if you're not willing to be honest with yourself, it's just going to take you a lot longer to learn uh, how to overcome fear. And for that matter, there's a lot of things that you won't have great success with in life if you can't be honest with yourself first. Right. And then the person, the people that you're asking these questions to may not be your accountability partners. I feel that relationships are key when you're trying to get through something. We're always going to be going through something. We're either just coming out of something, we're in something, or we're getting ready to go into something. That's just life. So the individuals that can see certain things on you may not be the same individuals to support you as you're going through it. So, for instance, if you know that there's a, you, you've worked at a place and you, you, you love doing this particular task and right now seems the time that you may want to make money and launch out opportunity and what have you, you've got to get around some people that can support you approaching that, building that, and getting through the stages that are going to be necessary. Yeah, that is a great point. Um that is a great point and it's such a good point when you think about it because you think about what you can do to overcome fear and maybe it's not what you can do to overcome fear maybe somebody else needs to do something uh to help you 
overcome that fear. I guess it's still six or half a dozen, right? You still need to take some action to get in the circles of those people who have the power to help you do that. But that is a part of this journey anyway. You know, any person who is successful in this world more than likely did not get there on their own. So that's a good point. You know, it may be somebody, maybe somebody's already telling you, in fact, what you're fearful of. You're just not, like you said, you're not, you're in denial and you're not being honest with you. And it's more important to you that they understand that you're not scared of anything. Exactly. Uh, that's more important to you than actually listening to what they're telling you and maybe just acknowledging it. I mean, the bottom line is, doesn't matter whether you admit to being afraid of it or not, because if you are, your actions are showing that you are. Even if you actually, if if that means you're not accomplishing what you want to accomplish, then your action that's your action showing you that you are afraid. So I, I just feel like. Um, that was just that was a great answer, you know. Get get in the circles, get into circles of people who aren't afraid to tell you that you're what you're afraid of uh, from their perspective, and don't be afraid to listen to them. And now that's that that word is what I was getting ready to say, and you said it. Listen, listen to what they are saying. You don't have to talk when individuals are giving their answer to questions that we're asking them. So is it that I can't do it on a day that I'm ex- I've been extremely busy? But like any entrepreneur, we're always looking for opportunity. So I find a lot of them, a lot of us that are in this 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 particular environment, we have those. We can shift gears very quickly because when the opportunity presents itself, it's like you know what? Let me go ahead and ask this particular question. I'm really not in the mood, but let me do whatever I need to do get my favorite pen, my favorite pad, or get my listen on in a way where I can receive it, hear what they're saying. Then, later on, I can go back through it and evaluate what they said and examine myself to find out, okay, what is it that I'm showing as I'm giving off this particular vibe that I'm fearful of this? And then once that's done, and you ask a couple of other individuals, if, if everyone's saying the same thing, let's call it what it is. I, I need to, if it's a fear and they seem that it's blocking me, then my conversation with other individuals that can support me through it, I can say, you know, I did a, 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 um, a, a survey of myself with individuals, and I didn't see it, but this is what... They seem to think uh, I need to make sure that I get through this because this is possibly stopping me from doing some things that aren't, that haven't even presented themselves to me as of yet. Because in my subconscious, I'm not even getting close to what I may be afraid of. I just avoid it. I creatively avoid it. No doubt about it. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, next week, join Kevin and I as we will discuss the accountability. Uh, it's sort of a uh, follow-up to this particular podcast. Thank you.